Welcome to GovIT, a monthly podcast series from DLT, where we discuss the next generation of public sector IT solutions with the technology innovators driving the change. I'm your host, Tom Temin. Each month, we explore a different technology, what it is, and how it can help public sector organizations achieve their modernization goals and accomplish their missions. In this episode, we sit down with Chris Roberts, Federal Technology Director for Quest Software Public Sector, to get an update for IT modernization in the federal government. And Chris, modernization, it's on everybody's lips. There's even real money behind it. Why does it endure as such an important priority for federal agencies, Chris? Well, honestly, it used to be merely the cost was the driving factor for replacing aging legacy systems um, due to hardware, software, and personnel costs. I mean, those factors used to be a really significant expense within an agency's budget. But really think of anyone who's still running, God forbid, a COBOL application or a Windows NT system in production and trying to retain talent for that system over time. Honestly, lately, it's more around the growing concerns for cybersecurity. As the system ages, it becomes more and more difficult to deal with the technical debt from having something that old in production. If a breach happens, it's not a loss of a system, like for instance, a hard drive or somebody walks off with a server, they're accessing the data on a system. So protecting that physical infrastructure from hackers requires modernization. So securing that means that you have to have layers of security as we strive to do what we call defense in depth across the different agencies. Modernization offers any agency the opportunity to rethink, re-architect, redeploy systems that can meet the demands needed to protect ourselves against today's threat landscape. And would you say that it's strictly a hardware matter, but it sounds like the applications also have to be modernized to be rehosted in these secure environments? Absolutely. So it's, I mean, I think a lot of us tend to think modernization is, oh, let's just get a new PC or a new server, for instance. You know, that's that's just the tip of the iceberg. Um, let's say this. So what I call the low-hanging fruit for modernization was just that. It was replacing workstations and servers and updating, you know, basic routers and networking hardware. That's the low-hanging fruit. And honestly, those things have to be refreshed just to avoid obsolescence. So to maintain a secure security posture, for instance, for hardware, requires constant firmware updates. Um, you can replace the system, but at some point you still have to upgrade that firmware and deal with it. Um, the old school mainframes, the old x86 architectures, quite frankly, um, those represent the legacy of our infrastructure. The now the recent chip shortage, for instance, presents a whole nother set of issues for actually upgrading a whole set of devices. So think of the small devices that are in these complex agency information pipelines. So think of sensors and cameras and access points when you go to use your card key at the door, for instance. Um, and then, of course, yes, workstations and servers. But those various systems, what we've learned is they have SOCs or systems on a chip that are embedded by a manufacturer. So an agency technician or IT person just can't go and replace that part because it's not user serviceable. So they have to upgrade systems in mass. So lots of choices, lots of challenges then. What is the best way for agencies to put some priority on the list of tasks they have to do pursuant to modernization? So I would say from, from an operational standpoint, um, the first and foremost thing that's important is to identify what you have in your agency. This sounds so rudimentary. Matter of fact, I remember us having a conversation um, around endpoint security, for instance, and, and cybersecurity, and that it really starts there. So you have to understand exactly where all these endpoints are. And an endpoint can be a workstation, a server, a container in the cloud. These are all endpoints. 
And once you inventory those systems, you understand what needs protecting or what needs modernizing. So you need to discover not just those endpoints, but also all the people, the processes, the platforms that comprise that pipeline, for instance, or that agency pipeline, information pipeline, meaning how does the data literally flow across the diverse systems? Um, and also who has access to that information? At a minimum, you need comprehensive reporting on the metadata as well as the literal data, that is the content in these storage formats that are at rest and in flight. And when you consider all of that inventory, when you, have, when you have that information, it's now who has access to that data and why. That brings us to governance, which may sound like, oh, that shouldn't be part of modernization, but governance is a strong part of that. So who has access to what, for instance, those role-based controls? I call that the, um, the Hanson, Snowden, or Manning test, that is, if you don't know who's accessing data, you may be at risk for a breach at some point. Does all your data reside in on a platform or a control plane that can be managed with modern tooling? This is something that addresses the concept of if I have an old system, can at least use a modern tool, a modern monitoring or security platform to really do the care and feeding for that. So think of everything in your infrastructure, ping, power, and pipes, that's servers and routers. Think of servers web servers, messaging servers, and middleware servers, um, the platforms that it depend on that you have to upgrade, um, directory services, virtual machines, for instance, databases, SharePoint, um, and office applications. All these things require modern tooling, for instance, to actually keep them secure in the environment. I think when an agency thinks of the data at risk, then you understand exactly how to go about modernization and what's going to be very important moving forward. So basically, you need to know your architecture and have an inventory of everything and know all your access points. But you also have to know the business rules and business processes to some extent to really get at it comprehensively. Sounds like what you're saying. Absolutely. I mean, so if you're an IT stakeholder, you are going to have to discover, then determine the value, analyze the use cases for all that particular data, and then manage a path forward for a modern, re-architected, re-platformed solution to address it from not just a usability standpoint, but more so from an information security standpoint. That's where modernization, that's where it really finds its purpose. And that is getting rid of a legacy system means that I now have a modern, much more secure platform. And that takes specialized tooling from both the software solution perspective, but also the federal agency business process or the, I would say the workflow of managing these systems, that also has to be upgraded or modernized. You can't take care of an old system with new technology without also changing the way we actually address those technologies from a process standpoint. And I would say then that the technology people need to enlist the program people because the program people are the ultimate owners of the application and the data. And they want to not only ensure security, but make sure that what they're delivering to their constituents is also correct and meets the customer experience goals that go along with modernizing. Absolutely. I mean, typically when you think of systems, you just think of the literal hardware and software. But we all know that there are contained and managed within programs. And these programs are very complex. And some of these programs run for not just years, they run for decades, for instance. So think of not just the, the, the basic networking architectures within the agencies, but also think of the applications. I mean, these some applications never go away. When I present my passport at a border checkpoint, that application is always going to be there. They're always going to check my passport. When you go when you show up at the airport, TSA is always going to check your driver's license, for instance. Now, the system that does that, the, the scanner, the reader, for instance, the, the facial recognition, those may change over time, but that process sort of remains the same over time. So what these IT leaders within programs and agencies discover is that there are intricate complexities to the applications 
and the data associated with those applications. So you cannot have an old application that uses some linear or binary um, format that's out of date. You are now faced with applications that use all sorts of unstructured data, for instance, facial recognition data, DNA data, God forbid, hopefully not, but also traditional data, such as SQL and NoSQL relational formats, but also operational data. So think of logs and time series databases that timestamp when I do things on a network or when I access information. And then of course there's analytical, what we call highly structured data that helps us do decision processing for endpoint security at an airport or a terminal, for instance. And a lot of those applications are very complex. So it requires programs. So as we update and modernize the applications, we also modernize the programs and the processes, but also how we go about it from a from a budgeting standpoint, that's going to change over time. So the programs are definitely going to be affected by this. And agencies want zero trust and they want multi-factor authentication and all of these things. So what are some of the best ways to make sure that the security gets upgraded along with the system and that it's not something that, uh-oh, we thought about that too late? Zero trust is never going away. It's been around forever, just been called different things. Um, it's been called least privilege, for instance, um, access controls. Um, I start with the why first, you know, why security, for instance, it's not a cost or a cool factor, but security. I know some agencies like to have these lovely dashboards and great knocks or network operation centers for instance, they can look and say, this is how well we're operating. But quite frankly, it's really about security. So if you think of the why from that perspective, think of the Equifax data breach, for instance, which was an old Apache web component, SolarWinds, which was a supply chain problem. Maersk was a was a ransomware attack. Um, Hafnium was a, was a, ser- uh, a mail server attack. And then you have Colonial Pipeline, which was a network access breach. All varying different types of information security problems, but all have one thing in common. That was due to a modernization deficiency within the organization. That means that without these modern systems, we really don't understand where the data is, where it is at rest or in flight, and how to protect it or determine who's using it. So whether that that breach was for exfiltration or extortion, in each case, having a modern operating environment associated with security best practices was the best way to mitigate those breaches. And honestly, a defense in depth, with a, I think a lot of us are understanding at this point, is a great approach for data access controls. And that should be part of a modernization strategy. Knowing where your data is, who has access to it, is the most fundamental part of application modernization within most agencies. And that comes back to that program question you asked earlier, is that application modernization is usually typically part of a program, and it's something that a lot of us strive towards. We don't want legacy apps, we want modern apps, which means modern architectures, which means modern systems, and that means people that are actually able to use those systems or actually do that modernization work. And that people concept or that people equation is something we all are going to come back to. Yeah, the basics never really change that much, do they? No, they don't. No, they don't. Chris Roberts is Federal Technology Director at Quest Software Public Sector. Thanks so much for joining us. Tom, pleasure as usual. Thank you. For more on IT modernization in the federal government, visit questpublicsector.com. You've been listening to GovIT from DLT. We'll be back soon with more public sector IT content. I'm Tom Temin.